we always have to remind ourselves of not falling in love with the idea. Fall in love with the problem and the solution would come. The product will come. This is Rowan Alawi, the CEO and founder of Amal, which means work in Arabic. Amal started back in 2019, and like most great innovations, it was born out of frustration with a seemingly simple problem. Because I worked in tech, I had to travel between Ramallah and Jerusalem. And over there, you meet a lot of construction workers who sit on their side road waiting for someone to pick them up. And just seeing these workers and hearing the conversations from the other side, which is the contractors, my dad, my siblings, my friends from the university, I was like, this is such an easy problem to solve. We just need to take a step forward and just solve it. Even though Amal started as a platform to connect construction workers with contractors, it is a completely different business today. So in this episode, we're speaking to Rowan about changing gears and the challenges of adapting her business offering to fit new markets. I'm Rama Shagaki, and you're listening to Innovate with Purpose, the official podcast of Expo Live, an innovation program by Expo 2020 Dubai. Although Rowan's story started in construction, she didn't always intend for it to be like that. It is my family business and all my friends, they actually went to construction. I I decided not to work in construction, you know, like I want to start my career in something else. And I worked in tech. Even after working in tech for a few years, Rowan's career brought her back to the world of construction. Amal began simply as a way to connect contractors and construction workers through a Google form. When we started, um, we had around 3,000 construction workers from all around Palestine, mainly in the north, and uh, construction contractors mainly in the center in Ramallah and Jerusalem. Rowan and her team invited construction workers to fill out a form with their details, including location, areas they worked in, specific skills, and availability. So in a way, the process was straightforward. So simple. And then we would have all the names on an Excel sheet. And once they ask for the worker based on the budget and the location, we would our own team would go through the Excel sheet, which has 3,000 construction worker, and filter them and give them a call and make sure they're available. And then we send an SMS to the construction contractor. And they would assume there is technology behind it, but actually there was none. Wow, Th- that's brilliant. How how did you spread the word? I mean, how did you gather more construction workers on there? Um, so what we did is just by reaching out to construction contractors on Facebook groups, we were able to notice that all construction workers have Facebook and they're spending at least three hours of their time using Facebook. So we reached out to them and we were like, we're just a new platform. We're trying this out. And if you would like to join, please join. And that actually worked perfectly. Within 10 weeks, we got around 600 construction workers signing up with their full information and willing to work around the country. And then we were like, that is amazing, but we're not expert in marketing. I'm an engineer, so 
I want to try more. And we decided to try something called the networking effect. So we would have sessions for the construction workers. We would have legal sessions. We would have um, banking sessions. And we would invite the workers who signed up the original one, the 600. And at the end of the session, we will ask them, would you recommend someone else? And we found out that it's all about the network because all the workers, they know each other. They're friends with each other. They have worked and um, they love to share what they have known with each other. And uh, within less than three months, we had 3,000 construction workers. And just like that, Amal grew and started to get traction. However, all this came to a screeching halt when investment and construction work stopped in Palestine. Especially in 2019, 2020, in Palestine, there weren't a lot of construction going on. So construction contractors were actually struggling and suffering from the lack of funding in the country. For a platform that was entirely dependent on construction work, Ruan and her team started looking at other markets to deploy Amal, specifically Saudi Arabia, Qatar and the UAE. But this was easier said than done. So in Palestine, all the workers are Palestinians. So they can work as a freelancer. They can work directly with the construction contractor. They can pay them directly to their pocket. And uh, they can change construction contractors uh, based on the budget, based on the location. And that was very easy for us to match them with construction contractors nearby within the budget, within the skill set that they needed. And in the Gulf, it's completely different. Most of the workers are actually foreign workers. And um, after doing our business model in the Gulf, we were able to find out that there is other problems and other regulations that we did not take into consideration. So we had to take a step back and um, and really think about why did we started this? What was the purpose of our startup to begin with? And we had to put our ego aside and listen to the customers. This is when Amal had to pivot into an entirely new platform, providing software to other businesses as a service. In business jargon, it became a B2B SaaS company, meaning business-to-business, software as a service. This is, was one of the hardest decisions. We had to pivot the company from a marketplace into a SaaS B2B construction workforce management platform. Uh, we collect real-time data from everyone on site, Uh, We collect time, location, and motion. We analyze and we transform this data into reports and also customizable productivity dashboard. This way we can increase the productivity of everyone on site, especially the labor, with working less rather than working more. It was a big change going from a platform to connect contractors and construction workers to a company that focuses on productivity. Rowan and her team realized that productivity was an issue needed to be solved. After all, in construction, like most mega projects, 98% of projects run over time or budget. For us, what we really want is to increase productivity. To increase productivity is connected to the progress and to the working hours. So we want to reduce the amount of working hours by the workers and increasing the progress For the past six years, labor productivity has not been increased and uh, it's 35%, while it should be 60%. And you would be shocked when you hear these numbers. You must be shocked because labor in construction, they work 24-7. They literally work 24-7. 
turns out that the problem is that we are collecting a lot of the data manually and collecting manual data increasing the human error and increasing the fact that we're only making decisions based on 6% of the data that is being collected. Now, by automating this process where you collect the motion, location, and the time it takes for each task, you can start to gather a lot more data points. You begin to have a fuller picture of what's needed, and you are then able to give the construction managers more visibility of what's happening on site. And instead of working 12 hours on one task, that you had to do it like at least three, four times because your boss, who is in the office, doesn't know what's going on on site, is making wrong decision because of lack of data. So right now we can increase the productivity by increasing the progress and reducing the working hours by giving them access to full visibility of the site. Ruan, throughout all of these changes, what was your biggest learning? It's very risky to work at a startup. It's very challenging. There is lack of funding. Um, it's mentally challenging. So you really need to surround yourself with people who believe in you. And I was really terrified when we actually decided to make a decision of pivoting. The word pivoting, it's not an easy word to say. It took me months of me trying to convince myself, maybe we can make it, maybe we can make it. But at the end of the day, you just can't. And you just need to accept this fact and move on. And I was really worried about how can I deliver this news to Expo Live 2020. They invested in us to deliver a certain KPIs. Right now, we're changing everything. And when we talked to them, they were like, well, you listen to your customers. And we know that you're going to deliver more impact with the new business model. And in that sense, how did the Expo Live grant help you? Expo Live did not just give us money. Expo Live provided us with a support system that we didn't know we might need. It provided us with entrepreneurs from all around the globe who share a similar mindset, who are all passionate about creating an impact. My best friend right now is one of the global innovators who I met in Expo Live. And she came all the way from Mexico and she spent two weeks here in Ramallah, Palestine. So it's something I never thought I'm going to get or I needed. But then Expo Life provided without knowing that they actually provided and created this community of global entrepreneurs from all around the globe who just share one thing, one vision of creating an impact. So throughout all these changes, what was the fuel that kept you going? What was your guiding star? When I give back, I always felt that I'm lucky in terms of my family, of my support system who always been there for me. And I feel I should give back to the community that was able to raise me. And the way to give back is actually by helping the economy. As the new generation, we have unlimited resources of opening businesses online and to impact the world by just sitting in front of our laptops and making change. And this change can actually change the economy of countries. Innovate with Purpose is the official podcast of Expo Live, an innovation program by Expo 2020 Dubai. 
Innovation can come from anywhere to everyone. Learn more by visiting expo2020dubai.com forward slash expo dash live. Innovate with Purpose is produced by Kerning Cultures Network. Episodes are released every Sunday and Wednesday. Subscribe to Innovate with Purpose on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review.